Peer Sisters, Chantelle and Annette. We're just two sisters wanting to brighten lives and share hope. As you listen to this podcast, we invite you to ponder on how God is making a difference in your life. We hope to share hope, we seek to help you seek, and we laugh to help you laugh. Let's find the light and let's share it. Our greatest desire is that as we share our light, you can see Jesus Christ, the light of the world. so excited about conference this October 2020 and can't wait to share what we got out of it or just sparkling gems that we found. Annette, like what were some of your best or most applied (laughs) things? I don't know what I... We always like walk away from conference being like, oh, I just love it. I feel so rejuvenated and, you know, spiritually bucket filled. But yeah, any like takeaways? Um, So one of the things that um, like, I feel like a lot of the time we talk about like, oh, this is a cool insight and stuff. And I forget a lot of the time like after conference to go back and review the questions I asked. Because they were answered, and so I'm like, oh, cool, yay, woohoo, I'm done. Like, and I recognized this conference that I need to uh, make sure that I understand what I asked and um, still search the conference after conference. So after these, the talks and things, I'll be able to remember the questions I had so that then I can apply what I need to, because I've had, you know, six months is it four months I think it's four months to think about what I want at like what I want to receive revelation wise um if that makes any sense um but one of the things that I was searching for this conference was how like the big one was I have been super busy all the time and I feel like I'm running around all the time and I feel like when I'm awake, I'm doing something and I can't stop. And then it's like the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And I never have time just to like breathe and relax. And I am like, why do I have to do this? Like, why do I have to put all of this effort <laughs> into being like to graduate early? That's really what it is. It's like right now in my life, I'm trying to graduate early, one semester early. And I am dying by doing it like I feel like all the other things that I'm trying to like like education wise I'm doing great because I'm like in the books all the time but spiritually socially physically I'm like all of those are kind of going down the tank and so I just feel like conference for me was this I don't know like this weekend was so peaceful like this time for me to just stop and to recognize where I am in my life and to see who I really am And I just, if anything I could say for the five minutes that I'm going to say anything, I just want to testify that what was spoken this conference was the words of our Savior, Jesus Christ. He was speaking to us. And he knows exactly what you and I are going through. He knows how to love you perfectly. And he knows who can help you who can help love you perfectly in your life. And he will send those people to help you feel his love. And 
I feel that love when I see President Nelson in a picture or when he's talking. And I know that President Nelson is a prophet of God and that he speaks for, for God here on earth. And that what he says is what I need to do in my life. And the one thing that I really love that he said was, um, I'm trying to remember what it was. I have it on my phone screen. One second, let me pull up my phone. Let God prevail. And that's something that I'm, that's my new motto for till next conference, or I guess for the rest of my life is let God prevail. Let him be the thing that gets you up in the morning, that puts you into bed each night. Let him prevail wherever you are. And so that is what I had to say. The church is true. And I know that general conference changes lives. Um, Chantel, what do you have to say about conference? (laughs) Thanks so much for sharing your testimony. It's just so great. And I just felt the spirit so strong as you were saying that just, it, it impacts my soul, like a burning in your heart. That's how I, I feel the spirit sometimes is just like that warm and you know, just the witness of the Holy Ghost that lets you know within your body and mind, like, yes, this is true. That's so right. I totally felt the same way. And um, this whole conference was similar for me. I just felt so filled with peace and amazed and just grateful for the peace because of just the everyday life that continues on and the time to take a moment to just completely focus in on the words of the prophets and of the apostles and how they really do speak the words of our Savior Jesus Christ and what he wants us to know at this time. Like that is so powerful. He really is guiding us through these last days. There's so much that was said that I could be like, this is great. This is great. This is great. So I'm like, I'm not sure which ones to like favorite, favorite points that I wanted to share. But I think the main like three I would choose would probably be the first one. How much, how many people talked about like, yes, there's adversity going on right now for so many people in different circumstances. And DNC 122 was quoted like four or five times. I was like, yes. When, and when it's repeated so many times, um, that means it's even so much more important that we hear that message, that so many people were inspired to share the same point, that the adversity is for our good and is for our experience. Like, know thou, my son, that these things shall be for thy experience and that all these all things shall work together for the good of them that love God and that just super stood out especially as um, Dieter F. Uchtdorf was talking about that and also like President Eyring and I'm like looking at who were the main ones that I was like yes said the same thing President Oaks and it was just really cool feeling that. President Oaks threw it down. Yeah. He was like, this is where we're at. This is what we need to do. And it was like, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. And love, love it. Um, love it. 
what were some of your takeaways from that like verse like when you heard it or when they quoted I don't know that it just struck me so much yeah um I there was just this like overwhelming like patient I don't know who's talked about it but they talked a lot about patience it was Sunday that they talked about it but it was patience is what brings us to God's love or something like that I wish I knew exactly what it was but I seriously would like that like concept of that patient bring patience brings us to God's love I feel like that's going to make me want to be more patient <laughs> especially with the trials that are going on right now in this crazy world in my crazy life in my crazy family's life <laughs> like <laughs> Like, seriously, like, I feel like everything that's going on in my life is just crazy, chaotic, and there's trials, and it's hard, and the whole wait, be patient, God's got you, he's not left your side, was a really good reminder, like, just a support beam, I guess, in my life. (laughs) Yes, I love that. Totally agree, and I thought it was neat how, like, they really pointed out something that you shared before in a previous podcast, Annette, like how going through negative emotions and even trials and hard experiences doesn't ever mean that maybe we weren't being righteous or being good enough or doing enough or being who God wanted us to be at that time. And in, instead, because we are disciples of Jesus Christ and because we're Christians, we will experience trials because we want them and they help us grow to become more like him like I that was just so cool and I loved how a lot of people kind of touched on that a lot of the prophets and apostles and speakers but just that same that same point like that you had mentioned you know even the savior himself went through the garden of Gethsemane and suffered and experienced pain and he experienced during his life, the temptations and mortal afflictions. And we will too, but that's what helps us develop the character of Christ in our own life. Like so good. Um, also five people mentioned five speakers mentioned temporal preparedness like not just temple preparedness that's also very good you know recommend worthy but temporal like being physically prepared as well as spiritually prepared like crazy like that was a super awesome one um we were like whoa food storage and I don't know like what that looks like for everyone in different situations how about as a student? I know it's like totally different. I, I was thinking of my cousins too, who are single, my same age and they're in school, but I was like, how is this? You know, it's, yeah. I don't know. How did it feel? What are your thoughts on temporal preparedness? So the impression I got throughout general conference was Annette, you can at least do a 72 hour kit. That is something that you could manage. It's something you could store easily, something you could fit in your little apartment. And so I was like, okay, like that's different for everybody. Like some people can only do like a 24 hour or maybe even a 12 hour. Um, Something that was really cool was I, for some reason, after I graduated from high school, I was like, mom, 
I need to get a year supply of food. And that was like the weirdest thing for me because I was like, I was so passionate about it. I was like, I want it for Christmas. I want all this. And my mom's like, you're fine in it. Like, you really don't need that. Like, but mom, I do. And that's awesome. And like, I was like, maybe I should have that drive again because I did start collecting food and I did have a lot of food. Um, my, all my cupboards are full of food right now. And like, I'm not saying they'd be like, oh, I have all this food, like come to my house. <laughs> but I mean, um, it was really interesting because when COVID hit, my mom called and was super worried. Like, Annette, do you have enough food? Like the stores are going out. I'm like, mom, I at least got food for another week. So worst comes to worst, I kind of just nitpick through stuff. I'm good. And so it was interesting that like my little spurt of like, I'm going to have food. I'm going to have 10 cans of 10 can. It was like, I'm going to have 10 cans of my favorite food, like cans of food. And that's what I had in my pantry. And so like when COVID hit and there was all this crazy, I was like, I'm just not, I'll just wait until the stores have the food I want. And so I just ate out of cans and I had rice and it was perfect. Um, so I guess just, just the thought 72 hour kit was the thing that came to my head was have a 72 hour kit. That's so good. And that could get you a long ways, you know, wherever you needed to go to then have more or make it home, whatever it is. Camp out. <laughs> Way cool. I, I feel like the spirit definitely leads you in your own circumstances to know what's right for your family and, or, you know, individual for your circumstance. Like, that's awesome. I kind of... <laughs> had been feeling even before conference, like, I, I just feel like we need to amp up our supplies a little bit. And we have some, some stuff was getting kind of old. And we have a friend who gave us some as she was moving out of her home. And we were super grateful to receive like about 3000 servings of food from her, which is amazing. Can able to store, um, but we are so blessed to have a little extra space so we're able to store more. And we're feeling like if we prepare more than what we need, we'll be able to bless other people as well in a time of need. So that's kind of our goal is to live on less than what we make so we have a surplus in savings and then also less than what we make plus a little less used towards food as far as what we eat off of right now so we can eat instead of off of a lot going to save some of it and store a certain amount every month. So, you know, I feel like the spirit definitely guides everyone, but a good conversation to have in your own homes after this conference for sure is like, what will I do because of the counsel given in this conference, spiritually and physically? So I have a question so, yeah. um, for like you for conference. What was like your big, like, this is a question I had, and this is how Christ answered it. Oh, I love that. I guess mine's kind of personal, which I love. <laughs> it's like, I'm totally cool sharing it. It was like, I, I guess I had several questions, but my biggest one was like, how can I connect with other people who are choosing against the light and like how can I build a relationship in that situation and 
you know, there's like the scripture that says light cleaveth unto light and darkness cleaveth unto darkness. And I feel like that totally is true, especially when it comes to like marriages and friendships where there's those friendships where you're like, we just completely magneted together and we could talk for hours and hours. And it was because our lights were similar, like our connection with God and our love for him was so similar. And it allowed for that relationship to just mesh so closely, you know, or even different beliefs about God, but just a, a, an amount of light that someone's allowed into their life, like the goodness that they're seeking, the good desires of their heart. And when your hearts are both seeking and desiring good things, especially similar things, it's just like, boom, the relationship clicks. And I was like, but what do you do when someone's relationship desires or just desires in general are completely different from yours. How do you still connect with them? Especially like what if, you know, there's some people who have completely different desires and like, I still want to, well, of course love them, but I also, especially when I'm, when I see them and we're family and we're connected, I want to like connect, you know what I mean? And be close. And the one thing that stood out to me, the most that was like, whoa, this is totally the entire answer to my question was from, I'm just looking through my notes to make sure I get who it was that said it. The, the most, mostly just like, I want to say it was Elder Oaks, not for the women's conference, but just for his like daytime conference. Yes. On Saturday, he talked about like adversity and then just like how disagreeing needs to be peaceful and loving. And when there's somebody that you have a difference with, even like he, he talked about kind of in the broad scheme of things, especially like cultural beliefs being different or spiritual beliefs and religions being different. And I was thinking like societal, you know, big societies being different. But then in an interpersonal relationship with family, it's the same way. And he just said, when you get to know them, instead of just automatically judging them, kind of, like getting to know them personally more and getting to know their point of view and what's interesting to them, especially as their viewpoints are maybe changing or in the middle of the process of changing, like getting to know them makes all the difference. And I was just like boom, that's what I need to do. Like, that's what will strengthen my relationships and so that I can still have that connection and deep love and focus on seeing them deeply. Like Michelle D. Craig had said to just, you know, see each other deeply. And that, both of those were just kind of like, boom, like see someone deeply, get to know them personally, and we'll still be able to connect even when their desires are so different. So... Yeah. I love that. That's so like, cute. I don't know. I'm still praying and learning always on that, on everything. But <laughs> anyway, like yeah. How about you for you? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like general conference is like drinking from a fire hose. Yes. <laughs> you kind of like wait for the water to settle and then you can see it all. So like you can't take it all in the one weekend you have to like afterwards, like <laughs> the water source and yes. get some so good yes that's such a good analogy like go back to the water source yeah 
Um, a cool thing that I like, something that I was thinking a lot about was, um, let me see if I can find the actual thing. So intro music, boop, 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 just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> or extra music or whatever it is while I'm trying to find it. But something that I really, like, I have been thinking a lot about was um, the calling that I have. I've been really praying a lot to not only, like, so I'm a second counselor in my Relief Society. And it's really, like, overwhelming sometimes because... You want the girls to feel loved and you want them to know that you're there for them, even though you don't know their name yet, or you only talk to them and said hello, but you want them to know that they're loved. And so with Michelle D. Craig's seeing people deeply, that was like, whoa, like if I could just clear my eyesight and just see people deeply as I walk past them, that will change the way I see my calling. And like, I want to be a support to my, um, the Relief Society president because she needs not only the support of, oh, I need to, like, rely on you, for, like, to do things, to delegate things, but also as, like, a friend, and so mm -hmm. that's something that I have been praying about, is how I can be, I guess, a better friend to her, and then also be a better friend in general to people. <laughs> um, I feel like I have a little problem, and then I magnify it by my complexities, <laughs> but that's, like, been something that I've been thinking about a lot. And another problem that I've faced was like, so here's this calling that I've like, I have no idea. I feel really like incapable. And then I feel like there's this, there's this emptiness that, um, like this emptiness that I had for a while that I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to do something. I'm supposed to fill this something with something and I don't know what the something is. And it wasn't like emptiness, like sad or emptiness. Like it just feels like there's something missing in my life and I don't know what it is. And so I was like, adding things to my life, trying to figure it out. So I had to like, be like, nope, I can't do this. Yes, I can do this. And I'd like keep battling it. And there was this overwhelming confirmation that as I would fulfill this calling, that emptiness that I've been feeling will diminish. And so like, that's kind of really personal, but like, that's kind of the thought that I had was, is you, as you point people to God's love, that emptiness within you is going to be be made whole in it. And so mm. I really liked that. And that's kind of what like a big takeaway that I got from General Conference was like seeing people deeply and loving them deeply. And it's okay to feel deeply. <laughs> um, yes. And yeah, that's basically my General Conference takeaway is so that. <laughs> oh, I love 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 hearing that and that's so such a neat experience that you found that answer through the spirit like speaking to you through that talk and and just how personal revelation can be and that's so neat and the sisters in your ward will be so blessed <laughs> by your friendship and connection i know you're such a natural light to other people and that you you receive and give so much of our father in heaven's light and the savior jesus christ that is such a thing that i think as you are continually seeking revelation it is it outpours in light and love to the people around you i you're very good at that annette 
Um, I, I guess I kind of wanted to close by talking about what you talked about at the beginning, Annette, like how you mentioned President Nelson's encouragement to, um, what was the word, just to, I'm like, we're looking in my notes. To let God prevail? Yes, let God prevail. I love how, because that's another translation or way of saying the gathering of Israel. Mm -hmm. And Israel. I was like, that is so cool. Like, just because the gathering of Israel is huge. It's amazing. It's happening right now. It was prophesied by Isaiah and then repeatedly, like, quoted by several prophets all through the centuries of time up until now and is continually brought up by prophets. And and then here we have again in our 2020 conference, last conference of 2020, and President Nelson mentions again, I mean, our prophet, this amazing man who not only invented open heart surgery by personal revelation during, you know, the process, but was able to... And, and perform the first open heart surgery, like use that revelation to help in that sense. But he continually now guides the church through another miraculous event, which is the gathering of Israel, even more miraculous than an open heart surgery. And just like my whole heart is just completely full of gratitude for that and for his role as our prophet in leading us through this most important event and just how exciting it is to be a part of it like we all are in this together the gathering the experience of letting god prevail because he will complete this it will happen and as we allow it and just let him be part of our lives we can be part of that experience too and all the blessings that come with it like mounting on wings of eagles and walking and having strength and running and not being weary and all the blessings of joy and eternal life. Like it just is so great. And then it makes sense that all the talks that were like, yes, there's tribulation and yes, it will probably get worse, but be of good cheer. And you're like, but how? And then president Nelson just kind of puts it all together. And he's like, this is how God will prevail. Like he will always win. We will all win. So that's why we can all be of good cheer and all the blessings he promised will always happen. And it, it just, yeah, that, that's all I wanted to say. Like I totally feel it, love it. And it's, it's happening. It's true. It's beautiful. I love that. And I guess just like the like last like add on or whatever, just, um, I guess just, I guess I invite you to take a moment to find a way to let God prevail more in your life and see what happens, goes from there. Doesn't, just ask him, get on your knees and be like, how can you prevail more in my life? And see where that takes you. And general conference was awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much. All the time. <laughs> yes. And let's definitely, we'll definitely dive back into some of these quotes and, and, you know, share again with other podcast topics as they all mesh and fit in just right. But 
um, we love you guys and love you so much, Jeanette. And yes, have a great week. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on The Blonde and the Redhead. We hope you have a wonderful day and ultimately a wonderful life. Keep the faith and remember Christ has got your back. If you loved this podcast as much as we loved recording it, please find us on social media or on our websites, inspirehigherlifecoaching.com and annettepierce5.wixsite.com slash called for a lifetime. We love to hear from our viewers. Have a marvelous day.